Hello everyone, I am Trey Cairns, and you are listening to the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Now here's your host, my dad, AJ Cairns. Thanks, Trey. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. As Trey let you know, my name is AJ Kearns, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is no different. It is a great week. We just celebrated July 4th. Happy Treason Day. Happy July 4th. If you're out there in another part of the world, we thank you for listening. It's a big day here in the United States. And uh, today, July 5th, episode 118, Fenzy, Pat Henzy. It's also my 11th wedding anniversary, so just want to send my love to my beautiful wife, Susan. Uh, it is a very special day and really excited to be able to you know, share this episode with you. So as I said, this week we feature Pat Henzy checking in right outside of my hometown of Philadelphia. Really good episode. Pat's a humble dude. He's, you know working really hard. He's a good dad. He's passionate and he's involved in the, the Philly beer scene. He, he's doing what he loves and he just, um, <clears throat> you know, made for a really nice episode, really connecting and, you know, learning more about his process, what he's up to and just how he got his start. So I think you're really going to like it. You know, talking, you know, we had Trace kick the episode off, which we thought was fitting. It's also, you know, once you have, when you have two kids, we'll let Dan do it about, you know, you know, a few months back, and Trey's been asking to do it for a while. So it's just really fitting with, uh, you know, this episode with Pat. You know, we're not going to spoil it for you, but it is, um, you know, it is a 16-ounce canvas first and one of the more amazing live recording experiences that we had. Um, so look forward to that later in the episode uh, featuring, you know, Pat and CC. So look for that. Let's also catch you up on what we've been up to. Like I said, it is the fourth. You know, it was wonderful, great time with friends. I'm a sucker for, you know, a good barbecue and hot dog, so it was just wonderful. But this past week, you know, uh, with with the day job, there's there is some travel and uh, you know, going to different you know, parts of the country at times. And so recently had a had a trip scheduled for you know Cincinnati. If you know Cincinnati, you fly really into Kentucky. Um, you know, one of our you know greatest interviews that we did, one that we're really proud of. You know, Keith Neltner, Neltner Small Batch, and so Keith lives. You know, works, breathes, you know, they're near the Camp Spring Tavern, you know, the Neltner Farm, and it was just really, uh, it worked out well, you know. It was an awful day of traveling, um, you know, we'll spare you the details of that, but um, I really had the great opportunity to, you know, to meet him, went down to the tavern, you know, did it proper, had a nice bourbon, and we're just, uh, you know, it was really nice to be able to to be able to meet and, and connect, and that's one of the things that we, all, you know, always say is that we look forward to, to meeting our artists you know, we're proud of the work they do. We're proud of the, the work that we're doing together. And so to be able to really, you know, live that and do, you know, have that, that beer in 3D that we really, you know, you know, strive for. You know, we've, we've met some, you know, you know, Ty Lizzo out in San Diego. You know, we've met other great artists here on the East Coast and just have been really blessed. And so you're thinking, wow, he got to meet Keith Neltner. That's pretty awesome. Boom, great day. Gets better. So... My meetings were, were moved to the following day, so I had, you know, a free evening. Um, long story, you know, longer. You know, Rob Warnick is in Cincinnati. You know, he and I connected through Keith. You know, he's done work with LIC. 
was, uh, you know, right there in town, had the opportunity. You know, he's a big Reds fan. My hotel was actually right near the, the Reds game. Uh, they pulled it out in the 11th, you know, go Phils. But um, it was just, uh, you know, so I had the opportunity to meet Rob, you know. Wow. Two artists in one day. Again, that's pretty high. But no, it gets better. Mr. Matthew Ryan Sharp is also lives, he lives a little outside of, you know, the Cincinnati area. So he drove in to meet. So Rob, Matt, and I met up at Rheingeist and, you know, just had, you know, had a few beers, talked about process, you know, talked about, you know, what, how, you know, introduced kind of the other, you know, to the other and just kind of, you know, kicked back. It really was just, uh, it was really nice. You know, it was really good, great opportunity. I had been to Rheingeist probably about four, Four, four and a half years ago, maybe five if we're going to round up. I don't know. When you go to a place that says you were last here. So I think it was five years ago. And if I can find the photos, I will post them at some point. But it was just, it was really wonderful to see the growth in the area for Rheingeist. It was wonderful to see how the, the place has grown. When I first visited there, they had like a makeshift bar and a handful of tanks. And now they have a large amount of tanks in this wonderful space. Two bars in the one area. They are having cornhole. You know, they also host their, you know, wiffle ball, which uh, Rob plays in that league or used to. And they have a rooftop bar. I mean, it, it's really next level what's going on there. And so it's really, I remember being dropped off there uh, by the taxi years ago. And they're kind of like, you sure you want to go here? Because it was a little darker, it was a little more run down part of town. And it's really just been revitalized. So it was just really a, it was really a perfect night. Got myself a little Rheingeist uh, tank top, rocked that on the 4th with the fam. Got lots of compliments on that. And uh, also, big compliments also. Went to the Eagle. Got ourselves some proper chicken sandwiches, which I know sounds weird, but I always, you know, the opportunity to have something that's local and, you know, people talk about, you know, Matt was raving about this sandwich. And so, you know, used the Google machine. He found out that it was still open. Went over there, grabbed a couple, you know, chatting on life. And it was just a, you know, really great opportunity to, to really kind of bring this full circle. I know that a lot of times that, you know, we don't get to meet these people, you know, we don't have that interaction. And when we do, and it lives up to what you hope, uh, it's really just, uh, it's really just been one of the, the joys and special, you know, moments of, of doing the podcast. So hopefully, you know, there's three of many more that we need to do, 118 episodes. So that means we have to, you know, arm twisted, have 118 plus beers of people all around the world. So if you're out there and you have a lot of money and you want to be, you know, back us or fund us for this project and, you know, film it and make a show about it, I will more than happy to oblige that um, and fly on your jet and go, go from town to town and uh, make that happen for you. So as I said, you're listening to the 16-ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast, often replicated, the art the craft beer podcast, the art of craft beer podcast, I should say. 16ozcanvas.com, 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're out there, you're an artist, you're a brewery, you're a designer, or you're just a fan and you see some cool shit, use the hashtag tic-tac-toe. Pound sign one six O Z canvas, and we will find you, and that'll help spread the word. So, like I said, what a great week! I mean, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't ask for a better week, honestly. You know, I was got to be with family, got to be with friends, got to make new friends, did some traveling, you know, shared some beers, had some barbecue, you know, and we're we're alive. You know, it's uh, it's the simpler things. We got some good news. You know, we're, um, we'll, we'll have the formal you know, announcement in the coming days about the hubbub. 
Also, we'll be announcing the or sharing the the pre-sale information about our glass that we're doing with Dune Hager. Locally here in Connecticut, Saturday, July 13th is the Moist Greens Golf Classic. Erector Brewing, Front Porch Brewing, proceeds going to the Connecticut Fund for the Environment. We're uh, looking to be there. I think we'll be helping out. We're not going to be uh, ripping up the fairway with our awful golf skills. What else do we have for you? Uh, August 6th, we will be appearing on Beer Sessions Radio with Jimmy Carbone. It's going to be a good episode. It features uh, talking about beer art. We'll have uh, Earl Holloway there from KCBC. Daniel F. Birch, who's done work with Barrier as well as Ale's Wife. And uh, renowned writer and author Josh Bernstein so they put together a really cool panel and I'm really excited to you know to to be a part of that one so that should be a lot of fun as I said we'll be in September we'll be doing a doodle or die with Robbie Davis we'll be having the, the hubbub at the end of September December we're at you know three sheets uh, in New Haven art in the back we'll be taking over all three sheets for the month of December with our Connecticut artists either artists who are based here in Connecticut and have done labels or artists who have done labels for Connecticut breweries. That's kind of the, you know, that's the, that's kind of the, the framework of that. We also had some discussions. It looks very good for um, hopefully doing something next year with Philly Beer Week. Maybe do a Philly art show there. And uh, one of the cool things about the meeting in uh, at Rheingeist was that we were talking about you know uh, doing a Midwest show and where the where the best place would be for that. So if you got some feedback on that, I think we're leaning to Chicago. But, you know, maybe we'll do something in Cincinnati. We don't know. We just know that we got a lot of great Midwest artists who we'd love to share with you. So, like I said, there's a lot of great stuff happening. Really proud, really excited, and we're not stopping. So we're just going to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Just like this episode. Episode 118, Pat Henze, Fenzi, Abomination Brewing. He's also done work with Wally Popick. And also uh, Concha Hocken Brewing. But just really excited. The folks at Abomination have been super supportive of this. You know, uh, shout out to Sam Heimer. And just really, you know, we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed in so many ways. You know, you think of that with July 4th, the beauty of our freedoms. Nonpartisan, whoever you are, you have those freedoms here in our country. We're all blessed. You know, you can be whoever you want to be, whatever religion, sexuality, it's not always easy. You know, there are some assholes and some, you know, um, you know, we'll just leave it at that, you know, who are around, who aren't supportive. But, you know, freedom's just a, it's a beautiful thing that we should not take for granted. So let's get into it. I realize you chose to be here with me. That was your choice. We thank you for that. Episode 118 starts now with Fenzy, P-H-E-N-Z-Y on Instagram, Pat Henzy. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kearns. I'm your host here. We're excited to have with you, to share with you this week, checking in right outside of Philadelphia in Broomall for all you folks scored at home. Uh, the man, the myth, Mr. Pat Henze, Fenzi. Uh, thanks so much for uh, being a part of the project, Pat. You've, uh, you've come highly recommended by uh, several individuals, so it's uh, glad to finally get you on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. You've been a you've been a big supporter, you know, really early on. So I, I want to just uh, publicly thank you for that. I really I really appreciate that. You know, I noticed early you started using the hashtag, and it's just been it's been kind of fun to to follow along. It was an, it was a no brainer. It wasn't a if. It was a, a when. So it's just nice to 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 finally uh, you know coordinate and get you part of uh, season eleven. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much, AJ. Cool. Yeah, no problem there. For folks, we like to let them follow along at home. It's Fenzy, kind of you know. 
Pat Henze or Philadelphia NZ, PH, you know, like we like the PH anyway, we're big fish guys, Philadelphia, it all works out, but P-H-E-N-Z-Y, short and sweet on Instagram, you can see all of his work, it's a real nice uh, kind of uh, c- collection, I was going to say collaboration, but that wouldn't make sense in this scenario, C- uh, collection of, you know, of your work, you know, especially the work with uh, Abomination, which is one of the ways we, we heard about you, and so... Uh, Let's uh, let's let you take over and uh, kind of what's the uh, what's the Pat uh, Hensy story? Kind of how did you get started? And, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of take it from there. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'm just a self-taught illustrator, um, graphic designer now. Um, <clears throat> pretty much just anything I can get my hands on kind of artist. Uh, there's like a fun project or like new material to mess around with. Like I'm all for it and I'm going to want to do it. Um, I never really put myself out there like this idea that I was going to be any kind of like commercial artist or illustrator or anything like that. I was just always doing it for fun. And, uh, I guess I have social media to thank for that because, um, I just kind of started throwing my, my work up on social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram. And from there, people just kind of started contacting me, which I'm sure is the same story. Like a lot of people have nowadays, which is pretty awesome. Honestly. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me. <laughs> all right, Pat. We got we're, right, we're at the pry here. We're gonna, you talk a little bit more about yourself. Were you always this kind of like drawing? Did you know when did you kind of when when did you catch the bug? You know what was your what, what was the what was the early early yeah, I guess, early Hensies? I guess I never really stopped. I, I started when I was really really young, um, which uh, I guess my parents really uh, nurtured that. So uh, they were they were really helpful in that regard. Um, and then I guess when I got into like middle school and high school, uh, again, same kind of situation, but my parents, uh, gave me a room in the basement of my house. And from there it was like, Oh, it's just the basement. So I just kind of like painted on the walls let my friends paint on the walls, drew all over everything. Um, which is kind of what I was doing from like very, very early on. And I just never stopped with that. So yeah, that's pretty good. Wait, so yeah, that's pretty mean. I, I, that's probably the most uh, supportive parent uh, we've heard so far. Letting you just draw them. I mean, I've got little ones, and they I, I find drawings on the walls all the time, and, and most recently in my in my car. But yeah, that's pretty. When I was a kid, I drew behind the, I would draw behind all the curtains, and so my parents didn't know, and then they found out one like <laughs> like it was like it was like a whole mural set behind a couple of curtains in the dining room. They were not happy. <laughs> It was like, oh, like surprise. Yeah, like they had no idea. Like literally no idea. I would like draw and then like behind the curtains and like, you know, and so then I would cover it up because I kind of realized probably at the time I wasn't supposed to be doing that. And then one thing led to, you know, one day, I don't, I don't know if they were just change the season and opening the windows up, but it was, uh, it, I got an earful for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, my parents were pretty, pretty open with that. Like, uh. I mean, it wasn't the rest of the house. It wasn't the upstairs. So it was, that was one thing. But, uh, you know, I never really even asked their permission. I just kind of started doing it. I remember my dad drywalled the basement. And before we even, like, painted any of the walls, I just kind of started throwing stuff up on there. And they were like, all right, yeah, that's fine. So that was kind of just my room became that. It was just, you know, the walls were covered all the time. Do you still? Is it still covered or do they paint over it? No, we sold that house uh, maybe like, 
God, 15 years ago or something like that. Maybe, maybe a little less than that. Uh, so they did, they did cover it up. My dad, uh, painted over all of it before they went to sell the house. So <laughs> a little sad, but I still have the memories and some pictures and I'm sure my friends have the memories too. Like, cause, cause they had a blast as well. Like, you know, they couldn't do that at their houses. So yeah. Right. Like over mine into it. Yeah, it's like every parent let you play video games or let you stay up late. It's like, oh, no, you, you go over Pat's house, you can draw on his walls. And it's like, thanks, Mom and Dad. Why can't I draw on the walls here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a blast. Now you're going you're gonna to let, uh, you let your daughter draw on the walls? And be like, Daddy, you did it. You know, I, I, I have a pretty uh, small or, like, modest house. So there's not really any uh, anywhere to really do that in this house. And my wife would probably lose her mind if she did. Uh <laughs> But, uh, you know, like maybe out in the garage or whatever. She actually, it's funny because you said uh, your parents' car. She, uh, my previous car, she got a hold of a Sharpie and like drew all over the interior in the car. And, yeah. you know, I knew I, I knew I was getting rid of it. And I was like, eh, that's fine, you know, whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah, we have like two cars. My wife has a nicer one. I have the older pilot. And I, yeah, the other day I was just like, ah, oh, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, I, he goes, it won't come out, Dad. I go, yeah, because you're using permanent markers. Because my wife's a school teacher, so it's end of the year. So there are way more of them around here now. And I'm, oh, just, yeah. like, and I'm just like, we have hundreds of pens and pencils and crayons. Like, just anything but those. Like, you know, it's fine. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You kind of you kind of pick your battles. It's like, yeah, it's not that. You know, it could be worse, I guess. So, uh, as we mentioned, you know, we came to learn of you. Uh, like I guess we got a few different recommendations, but one of them was through your work with uh, Abomination. Uh, we had uh, Sam Heimer on. Uh, wow, it's like I was going to say a couple weeks ago, but it was probably a f- few months back now. So it's kind of crazy when I think about it that way. But you you do majority of the work f- for the crew over there. You know, how did that how did that come to be? They just slide in your DMs too on Instagram. Is that is that what you have no, no, with Josh, actually, um, I met him through, I've been working in the beer industry um, as like a beverage buyer for, God, at least five years at this point, maybe six years. Um, I was working for a little mom and pop shop. Um, and Josh had known that I had done some work actually with Concha Hawken Brewing Company already at that point. And uh, we kind of met each other at it was actually this place called the beer shop in Ardmore and uh, I was managing it and doing some of the buying and whatnot. And uh, we just kind of talked, we clicked really well. And shortly after he was like, Oh, you know, I'm trying to get this brewing company up off the ground. Like, would you be willing to like, you know, do some drawings, do some artwork, whatnot. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, it was one of those awesome situations where when, when we were talking about it, he was like, Oh yeah, so like I'm gonna want you to draw monsters and whatnot, and I was like, well, hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so it worked out really well. I was like, well, that's like the funnest shit to draw. So of course I'm gonna to want to do that. Yeah. 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 Like tw- yeah, twist my arm. Like wait, so you're you're gonna pay me money, and it's beer related. Yeah, it's kind of like oh sure yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you've you've done work with other breweries, right? I think it's I don't know how to pronounce it, so I apologize. Wallen. Wallen Pawpuck? Uh, yeah, that's a butcher. Yeah, Wallen Pawpuck is oh, out, no, that's um, so bad. I guess, like, in the Pocono area. Oh, um, cool. All right. And I lucked out there as well because um, Josh actually um, kind of like set that up for me. I guess he knew the owner out there. And uh, he was just like, oh, I know a guy that does some art. Uh, 
and they reached out to me and I guess the rest is history there. So that was, that was really nice. Again, I have Josh to thank for that. So much love to Josh. Absolutely. He's a great guy. Yeah. And I think it's cool because that's a different, because those ones are a little more uh, like vibrant. They're not as, uh, I guess, I wouldn't say dark, but like not as like skull and monster based. Right. So it's kind of, it's, it's cool to see that, that you have, you know, your, your abilities aren't just, you know, like your, your versatility, I guess is the, the best way to say it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh it's nice to have that, like to break up uh, the different projects that you're working on when someone comes to you and they're like, Hey, we want you to do something a little different than you're used to. And it's like, Oh, that's, that sounds awesome. You know? Yeah, it's nice that, that that trust there. They can see that you know. I think that sometimes, could you know, can be used to someone's disadvantage. It's like, ah, oh, we would have thought you for this product, but we don't think you can draw like that, or you can't. You know, your work doesn't. But the the reason your work isn't like that is because that's what you're doing. You know, that's the vibe you're you're creating for abomination, right? And so it's it shows that you're while you were before saying it, you know, about your your work and how it's come to you and and haven't gone the corporate route, like you're, you're bringing to life their vision. It, it fits perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. My, uh, my daughter's in here. <laughs> That's, right. me about a coloring book. <laughs> That's important. That's important. Does she want to be on yeah, the, does she want to be on the podcast? You want to say hello? Yes. Yeah, come here. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Oh, good. Enjoy your summer. Enjoy your time. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. She's loving it. Uh, we went to the pool earlier today and it was, you know, that, that's her thing. She loves to go to the pool. She loves to go to the beach. We haven't been to the beach yet this summer, but we're, we're going to be sure. What beach do you go to? Uh, so we, we love Jersey, but we actually, uh, me and my wife, because her family always love doing this, we go to Ocean City, Maryland. So. That's pretty, yeah. That's, that's kind of, an, yeah, it's, yeah, that's another Philly kind of area move is the Ocean City, Maryland. It's like, oh, we... Step yeah, the Jersey Shore is yeah, it's pretty staple. But yeah, we we're excited. We're going down to Avalon for a week in July, so pretty psyched. Ooh, yeah, that sounds great too. Yeah, it's uh, we used to go to Wildwood, and then my brother and father got a, a place since, uh, and so we kind of leech off of that every every summer and try to see how much time we can get down there. So we're pretty excited about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy that time, man. How old is she? How old is your daughter? She's five now. Yeah. Oh, that's her exciting. Name, well, her name's Cecilia. Yeah. Cece. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my little guy's five too. He'll be he'll be six in November. So yeah, it's a it's a crazy time. Oh wow, they uh they're pretty close. Yeah, my daughter's uh in October. Yeah, probably yeah. He's on uh, November second, so pretty really almost October. So all right, we got our coloring book open. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, she sees dad, right? So I mean, I think it's kind of cool that you know you probably. Has your art been impacted by, you know, having kids? Like, have you, have you noticed that at all? Like, you drawing differently or try to, are you drawing things to, like, impress her? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like, growing up, I had a lot of different influences. Um, <clears throat> I was really into, like, horror stuff. And this, this isn't just art. It was, like, movies, books, Stephen King stuff, whatever. Um, ever since I had my daughter, I don't really, uh, I guess I can't really stomach a lot of that. But the, uh, but a lot of that, that like cars still comes through like zombies and like monsters and stuff, but it's always got like, kind of like a fun, uh, more like comical kind of cartoony, uh, turn to it, uh, which, which I really like, but I actually, uh, a lot, a lot of the labels that I've done, I've, uh, I've hidden her nickname. Like I've just put like CI CI 
I'd say it's like about half of them at this point. So, oh yeah, wow! I guess, I guess that's an influence there. Like I, Easter I'm like, egg, oh, I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, and you made you made pins for her for her birthday. I mean, that was pretty. Those were pretty sweet, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were. Uh, I actually not not to plug something that I don't really have any. God, I, you know what? Never mind. I don't even know the name of it. Um, sticker so mu- sticker mule. Yeah, sticker mule. So sticker mule. Um, if you subscribe to their um, their email list, <clears throat> they will shoot out. I'd say like every couple of weeks, like a special that they're doing. And their specials are like serious deep discounts. So, you know, I, I don't have any exact examples, but like they'll put something out where it's like, you're almost like, oh man, I got to take advantage of this at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm definitely, yeah, we're, uh, we're back and forth. We're contemplating stickers. So that's, that's good to know. We've got another shop here that's, we're doing them, but it made me like think about the logo and it's like, I don't know if I want those as like stickers. So yeah, I, I've heard good things about about the mule sticker mule. Yeah, so, especially if you keep up with their emails. Yeah. All right, that's a good inside track. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's the uh, what's your creative process like? What is your like what because your work is pretty vibrant. You know, look, you do some different prints. Some of them even look like they're wood carvings. Like, what what, what mediums are you using to to make this stuff? Yeah, so I'm kind of all over the place. Like, uh, I absolutely love making art. It's part of why I just have never stopped doing it. But um, I'd say for a lot of the labels that I do, um, you know, I start out with just like computer paper or like uh, printer paper, just kind of like sketch some ideas out on that. Go from there to usually like some microns or some, uh, you know, some like brush pens or whatever. And even though when I go to do that on just like cheapo, like printer paper, it kind of bleeds a little and whatnot. But uh you know, sometimes I'll leave it that way. Sometimes then I'll go and get some like vellum, throw it on a light board, clean it up even more, but like not always. Cause sometimes I really like that gritty look to some of those things. I, I really like the idea that uh, most of my art, at least like sometimes I go a little more digital, but usually you can like tell that there was like some kind of hand-drawn portion to it. Um, but yeah, from there, um, I usually scan in the artwork. I'll vectorize it. And then I usually do all the coloring in uh, in Illustrator, um, and like getting ready, getting it ready for print. But I've incorporated um, like some photography in some of the labels. Um, one of the labels that I had, um, I had to put like a bear on it, and uh, I wanted the woods in the background. And luckily, we have a lot of trees in the backyard, so I just kind of took a picture of that in the fall, uh, vectorized that, just made it like black and white or like black with with no background and kind of like use that as the background of the can so whenever i look at that now i have it like displayed going down my basement stairs i'm like oh look there's my backyard you know like another easter egg just for myself yeah but, uh, Did you know you, yeah like yeah. i've used a lot of things no, go ahead yeah i absolutely uh love you you mentioned like wood carving um it's not really wood carving i've been uh <clears throat> i really really like uh getting like uh what's it called like battleship linoleum um you can get it at like any art supply store and actually a lot of the a lot of the prints that i've done are carved from that it's like the same idea as the wood carving kind of thing okay yeah it really yeah, it has a really similar look to it and how the ink kind of sits on on top of the car yeah the how you cut it out it, it looks really cool yeah, thank you thank you nice now Work that you work with a few breweries. What's kind of a what's the the process like? What's you know how how are you 
how are you getting the ideas and you know how much time like what's your project management kind of life cycle like oh man i uh i guess i've learned so i'm at a <laughs> I'm like over 30 labels at this point between like all the breweries that I've worked with. Um, so I guess on my end, I've learned to like be really clear. Um, when, when a project comes to me, there's like a project, um, I'll be very clear about like, this is the timeline I have, or like, this is what's going on in my life, or this is, you know, when I'd like it done by. And sometimes it's actually, uh, you know, I'll, I'll shorten the timeline even compared to like the brewery or someone else that I'm working with. Cause I'll be like, no, you know what? Like that's too long of a project. Like let's try and shorten it. Um, like for instance, right now I'm working on a label uh, for a brewery. That's actually not abomination right now. And they, uh, <clears throat> they gave me some like long timeline. And I was like, well, listen, I'm going to be going away on vacation, like a few weeks out. Let's kind of shorten it. Um, and let's like figure out like what we want as far as like the vision and like, how you want the can to look and whatnot. And I, I, I think, I think usually breweries or whoever you're working with on the project, like appreciate that you do that. Um, because in the past, like when I first started doing some of this stuff, like you never know, like stuff can be all over the place. Um, and, and like what you brought up, like it's never really the same. Like even when you're dealing with the same person, it can be like a, a totally different process each time. So I just try to be as clear as possible with like what's actually going on. And I send like multiple, multiple updates throughout, you know, the entire process. Yeah. I think that's key. Yeah. Fun fact for folks at home. This is just one of my business tips. Like on emails, people don't expect that you're going to do the thing right away. But if you confirm that you got that request or that you're working on it, it just makes everyone's life a lot easier. So I, I mean, I'm not, that's my commentary. I, my, I have a uh, mug in my office. It says, uh, keep calm and com confirm receipt. Like I'm always like, just confirm receipt. I'll get back to you in a couple hours or I'll get back to you tomorrow. And like gives people this like just amazing peace of mind. So I mean, that's all I got. Yeah, I agree. Um, and sometimes that's helpful for myself as well, because if I get an email from someone and they're like, Oh, these are little tweaks that we want done. If I tell them, all right, well, you know, you'll you'll see that in an email within the next like day or two. It kind of puts me on a timeline where like, all right, I got two days to do this so that I don't like push it out for like a week or, like, you know, two weeks or something like that. So it's helpful on both ends, I feel like. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it gives you a tangible. And now with a new, again, not to plug something else that we neither of us get any money for, but like Gmail now has like, if you don't reply to an email in a couple of days, it'll be like, It'll move it up and say, "Hey, like you didn't like." They're obviously scraping the text and reading it, but like it'll be like, "Hey, you have this. You haven't got back to this in a couple of days, or you haven't done this, and you know." So, which is kind of creepy and cool at the same time. Yeah. Wow. I actually didn't know that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, now that I'm saying it out loud, it doesn't seem as cool, but yeah, it's definitely it's <laughs> been like where I've like I haven't taken my own advice and forgot to reply to somebody. And it's just like, you know, it would be like kind of action item. I forget, I forget how it's worded, but it basically is like you didn't you didn't get back to them or they didn't get – or sometimes it's the other way around. Like they didn't get back to you. And so you like, yeah. Yeah. I forget how, that, I forget how they word it.
And we are back. Nothing's more punk than talking about Gmail. So I apologize for that section. Yeah. Sometimes you listen back and you're going, oh, somebody should have told you to shut the fuck up. But they didn't. I apologize. And I apologize if uh, people listening to this episode with their kids. Um, AJ's got a bad mouth sometimes. But you're listening to 16 Ounce Canvas, episode 118. Featuring Philly-based artist Pat Henzy, Fenzy, P-H-E-N-Z-Y. Look up his work, see what he's doing. He's doing some great work with Bomination, Concha Hocken, and Wall and Popic. I'm trying. And, you know, plug the plug the CC. So thanks, CC, for joining us. If you uh, you go online, you can see uh, CC. If you go to Fenzy's page, he's got uh, information there about uh, CC's. He has her own YouTube page. So go CC. Now you're thinking, oh, that was really cute that CC checked in, and that was adorable. And you know, we love uh, we have some good family time, but um, the fun part gets comes a little bit later. So stay tuned for that. I think it's a good episode because you know you're really learning how you know Pat got started, his process, kind of his you know different uh, platforms or mediums he likes to utilize in, in his work, and get a little insight into his process. If you do check out his YouTube page. You'll be able to see some work that he's doing, kind of with the, the, the wood carving style that we, you know, that we mentioned it, and it's really cool to see, you know, to see that. And as we, as we said, we're uh, always a sucker for a good, good time lapse video, and even a bad time lapse video. So you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast. As we said, episode 118. Wow. And so let's just get right back into it. More email talk. This next section, we're going to talk about Excel sheets. Word documents, good PowerPoint presentation. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about some real shit. Beer, labels, art, family, fun, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. How do you decide on, on the images? Like, do you, are you, you know, do they come to you and say, hey, we want, you know, uh, like a zombie couple or like a, or they, they give you the beer name or what, what's the, and then you give them a couple, you know, comp ideas. How, what's that process like? Honestly, like, like I said earlier, like it's almost every time it's a different process, but, uh, I would say with Josh, with abomination, it's been pretty, uh, it's been a pretty awesome experience. It's, it's usually, here's a beer name. What kind of ideas do you have? Um, and he's been very receptive to the stuff that I, that I've sent him. Um, I know like the shotgun sour, <clears throat> I mean, I can't quote a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure I remember just like, Hey, we're doing this beer. It's shotgun sour. Um, before he was canning anything, I actually did another version of a shotgun sour uh, label, just like for fun. Um, and they used that. Um, I think they they brewed it, but they weren't canning it. But it was a little different. It was just kind of a monster, like puckering its lips. And then for this one, I'm pretty sure he just said, "Hey, we're doing this." And I uh, I just kind of was like, "Oh man, shotgun, shotgun wedding, like." Shotgun sour, there you go. So I just did like a bride monster and like a dude standing next to her, like puckering his lips, kind of like teary eyed. And when I sent it over to him, he was like, Oh, yeah, that's great. And we just kind of ran with that. So, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's great because, yeah, that was that was one of the first ones I think that I, that I remember uh, seeing. I think it was because it was like a 12% uh, beer project release. And so that was, it was cool. It's cool to see because, yeah, like you're saying before. There are there is kind of like a, a tongue in cheek vibe to those ones, which is cool. It's like death and grim, but like with a, a spin on it, which is I think works really well. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Thank you. 
Yeah, man. So, so when you, you know, you have all these multiple ones that are going on, it's kind of, that's it, kind of nice at this point that you've, you know, you worked on, you know, 30 plus, that's a pretty, it's a pretty solid number of, you know, labels for your, for your repertoire. So they're definitely, uh, definitely keeping you busy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was actually surprised. I, uh, I went and looked today actually. I was like, Oh, I wonder what like the numbers at. And I thought that it was like just getting to 30. And I was like, Oh no, I'm past that. And I was like, there's some that like aren't released yet that are kind of like out there waiting to be released. Like something I'm working on now. And, uh, yeah, I was really surprised. Like, honestly, like completely, completely honest. Like I never even thought that I'd do one, you know, like I never thought anyone would ever reach out to me and say like, Hey, we want you to do this. So then after I did my first one ever, I was like, all right, cool. That was great. Like, that's gonna happen again, you know? And it's just like it just keeps happening. Like I, I I hope it continues to keep happening. Like it's it's a blast. So Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's kinda like right, a bucket list item is like oh, this is continuing. This is still going. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember folks at home, if you want to follow along, Fenzy P H E N Z Y on Instagram, follow along with that. Now I see that you released a YouTube channel. What's I I'll be honest, I haven't watched the videos yet, but um, what's what's the story with that? I don't really know. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of forced myself to do that. I uh, I made up some business cards, um, and when I was putting oh god, there's like deviant art on there, which I really haven't updated in a while either. But uh, yeah, my Instagram handles on there, and uh, at the time I was like, you know what, I'm making these business cards. I should like make a YouTube channel, you know, and uh, <clears throat> it's kind of the same thing where i said like oh you know once i did one can i was like uh i, I don't think anyone's ever gonna have me do this again um with youtube i was kind of like uh who's gonna want to watch me you know um but then i realized like everything i watch on there like there's a lot of people that might be thinking the same thing so i was like well screw it i'm just gonna do it you know so i i had the business cards made and then from there i just kind of started like posting you know art videos on youtube there's like a process video you mentioned earlier like the wood carving kind of thing like linoleum cuts there's like a whole video kind of like time lapse where like i carve one i kind of roll it with ink like print it on a sheet of paper like like i mentioned earlier like printer paper but it's definitely nicer paper than that like for for my prints i i get nicer paper than that but like just kind of things like that like really anything that comes to mind or just kind of like showcasing like some of the the labels that i've done or like if there's like an art show coming up or anything like that. Yeah, no, yeah, we, we, we tried the, well, we have one, but I mean, our YouTube channel, but it's just, it just, it's a lot. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, especially time-lapse. I'm a sucker for a good time-lapse. So I definitely uh, will be subscribing to that. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Yep. One subscriber at a time. That's how we get them, right? It won't, you know, each yeah, like absolutely. It, it's the move, right? Remember again, Fenzy, P-H-E-N-Z-Y yeah. on Instagram. And then it's uh, Henzy Arts on YouTube, but I think there's a link on the uh, the Instagram page right now, which is how I sleuthly found it. And I, yeah, and I also like how you utilize like old school kind of comics and things from our childhood. I don't know how old you are, but you got like, the Curious George and the Pac Man and Ninja Turtles, you know, with uh, with your own your own uh, spin on it, which I think is cool. Oh yeah, yeah. thank you. 
And, I, and I'll put it out there. I'm 38, so I'm I'm pretty old. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm 40, so um, you're okay. you know, so you're you're a baby. So I'm, no, I'm just kidding, but yeah. no, we're in the same generation. <laughs> uh, then you have a Mario, a Mario 2 or a Mario 3 graphic that I really like. Uh, Raccoon Mario is that is that which one? Is, that's Mario 3, right? Oh God. Oh, oh yeah. So I did like a. So that's I forgot I even did that. So um. I guess it was like last summer I got really, really into um, just going to like Home Depot and getting some wood and like, you know, pulling out the saws and whatnot and like cutting, cutting it out and just kind of like throwing graphics on there. So yeah, that's, that's uh, the Mario three, like Mario kind of flying with the raccoon tail. And I just kind of like cut it out of uh, honestly, just some cheap, um, some cheap plywood that I like kind of stained and, and sanded, or sanded down and then stained and kind of like painted. So. Yeah, I'm, I am the yeah. least. I'm the least handy person. What you just said to me with like, like they say, like what do they say? Like a monkey could write a novel if, if whatever, like on a typewriter eventually or whatever. But I don't think I could ever do that. I mean, maybe I could. I probably have like nubs for fingers though. But Home Depot <laughs> or, and Lowe's are two of the most intimidating places on earth for this guy. Oh man, I'm I'm the same way though. Like uh, I get my dad. My dad comes out and helps me with everything with my house. But I, I honestly don't believe that though. With you, like I feel like everything you've done with, with your, your podcast is like, you know, b- before you started it, you were probably like, Oh man, how would I ever do that? And like, it was the same thing for me with like doing any kind of wood cutouts. I was just like, Oh man, I could never do that. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go online. I'm going to see how other people do it. I'm going to like watch some YouTube videos and like, like be damned. I'm going to like figure it out. And like, All I right. did. and I feel like, I feel like everyone can do that stuff. You know? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> all right i'll give it to you and yeah, i definitely like yeah. i i definitely have the like when the fact that this is like going to be one you know you know over a hundred a hundred and probably 18 or 19 epi- you know, episodes is like that's like you're like looking at your labels like every time i do those graphics you know for the tuesday announcement i'm always like holy shit like okay and like so that i, I get what you're saying we had a let me see I, I did do something handy recently for folks at home i'm not completely a mess are we well, I did something not handy that I needed to do something handy to fix, but we didn't take our hose off, and it was like basically like the heat and all the seasons like you couldn't get off the next season, and so I look online and I had you know had the saw out and the tweet like all the you know all this stuff and we, we you know I got it off, but it was very like that was a YouTube like training video moment which I was very, I was very happy about like I was super excited and everyone was just kind of looking at me like yeah that's great you fixed the thing you fucked up. So, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God for like YouTube and social media. I gotta say, like. Yeah, but those, yeah, it's just yeah. like like now are they doing it? They're like normal people doing it and decide I'm gonna fix this problem. Then I'm gonna videotape it and like talk. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh my God, it's like trying to do a Rubik's cube, like, you know, like in a fast moving car. I'm like, I can't do this at all. It's like awful. So I'm glad. I, yeah, I was like super proud. <laughs> I look around. No, everyone was like, okay, let's put the new hose on. And I was like, all right, that was great. Thanks. Yeah. Now, when you first and you know, you probably got a little more comfortable with it, but was it difficult for you to create for such that you know a smaller canvas, so to speak, doing the labels? Um, sometimes. Um, oh, it's uh, it, it's it's always a little different, and it's always based on like you know what what the client's looking for. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty easy when you know someone's like, oh, you know, we just want like you know, a bear on here, you know, or like a bear face or like, just like, kind of like, you know, the font to be kind of silly or something like that. 
But uh, I guess, uh, I mean, I don't want to say no, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there, there's definitely been occasions where I've had to go back and forth with a client and, and be like, hey, you know, let's kind of like simplify some things. We don't want to like go too crazy or we don't want to have like, you know, like a hundred different people on the label or something like that. But, uh, but honestly, I guess like I haven't had a terrible time with it. Um, we, we have a, we have a label coming out with abomination, uh, pretty soon. Uh, I think next month it kind of has like a where's Waldo twist to it. So there's like, you know, there's like, uh, at least like 20 some characters on there and like all kinds of different things going on on the beach because it's like a beach scene so is cc on there i don't know I, I, yeah yeah i'm still here I, I think no no cc no cc one of the characters cc is on there uh me my wife and cc are all on there yeah nice all right yeah, cool yeah and uh, i sent that over to josh and he was like oh yeah i love it you know and uh I even, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the Screaming Hand that, like, Jim Phillips came up with, like, old, like, Santa Cruz skateboard kind of thing. Right. I, like, I, like, threw a hand like that kind of, like, coming up out of the sand, too, and I was like, yeah, like, I got to throw that in there, too. <laughs> I, did you got, yeah, I, I love the Easter egg stuff. Yeah, we, you yeah, know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're big fans, yeah, we, JP, uh, Flexner over at Neshaminy Creek did a couple recently, and they're, yeah, they're always fun just to kind of, like, look at them. And try to find all the, the little odds and ends. Yeah, I saw um, recently, um, like you got a little tattoo on a like a piece of wheat, right? On, yeah, I was uh, pretty psyched. Like that was kind of that was kind of like a bucket moment right there for me. So he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And then he said, like, he, you know, we were texting and he sent it over, and he was like, "Look," and I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" So yeah, I was pretty I was pretty geeked up about that. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. Um, I, I've gone back and forth with him. I don't think I've met him in person, but I've gone back and forth with him like on Instagram and things like that a couple times. And like, he's an awesome guy. He's so nice. And, yeah, uh, he's super cool. Yeah, you know, he's been definitely... very helpful and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I mean, you guys are local breweries. I, I don't know why we should see an we should see an Abomination the Shamley Creek uh, collab, and then you guys can work on the label together, and you could probably call it Easter Eggs and just have it be all like little hidden meanings, you know? That would be awesome. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, JP, if you're listening, make that happen. And then if other the abomination yeah, people call this shit. Figure if I just say it out a bunch, somebody will call somebody. <laughs> so are, you said you're working on something for another brewery. Are, are you going to be able to give the spoiler for that, or you got to keep it on lock? No, I don't think I have to keep it on lock. I mean, it's not like a new brewery. It's it's just another uh, label for Wall and Palpack Brewing Company. Just another. Uh, so I've been doing, uh, I guess. I guess I'm their artist for the Lake Hayes series. So there's just another series in the Lake Hayes, uh, I guess, line of, of, uh, of beers. Um, I do like those. Are, yeah, you, you do a good job of, like, varying the, the versions and kind of, I like, like, the Christmas one was really good. Yeah, there's some really good ones there. Cool, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and the beer is fantastic, too. It's, it's, it's a really nice, like, hazy, hazy boy is what I, I always call those beers. But, yeah, they're, they're good. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah, and the Shamus came out with one that's called "Fuck, Fuck Hazy Boys" or something like that, and I was like, "Oh, that's a little, gr- yeah. little, little aggressive, <laughs> little aggressive." But uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the only yeah that that brewery's name is just hard to say. I feel I mean I feel bad. That's why Wallen Popic. I guess once you say it a couple of times, yeah. Wallen Popic. No, you said it. You said it right. Yeah, Wallen Popic. It's uh, it's 
it's is it the name of the town? I don't get like too deep. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I've actually never been out there. Um, I think that's like a weird thing um, without getting like too deep into it. Like, there's a lot of a lot of breweries that just kind of like name their brewery after like where it is, and yeah. then I don't I don't know. Like, you try to push to new markets, and people are just like, "What is that?" <laughs> you know. But it's like it's cool because uh, there's so many of them doing that kind of thing. So. Yeah, and I think that when it comes down to it, once you make good beer, people, you can call it, you know, if it was like dog shit brewing and you made amazing beers, I mean, people would drink it. I Absolutely. Mean, I always look at brown note from like against the against the grain. And like, I think I, I can't buy that can, but, you know, I talked to, when we talked about it and he, they were like, that's one of our biggest sellers. Like, people love that. I'm like, all right. I don't know the guy yeah. to shoot tidy whities But yeah, I mean, like Wall and Poppick, you go, I mean, again, we'll plug them. It's, uh, Wall W A L L E N P A U Pack P A C K Brewing Co on Instagram, but like their gra- their growlers are beautiful with like the you know, they have these like white and blue circles like all around the logo. So they they got some really co- you know cool stuff and the the mix of the different artists they're using for their for the labels is uh it kind of makes a fun you know f- fun vibe over there. So so if you're in the Poconos areas, um, you know check them out. We always go up to my dad's got a place in Albrightsville, so yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll swing by Wallen Popick. Yeah, sorry, I can't get that names really hard, but I don't want to show the brewery. I, I think I think you got it perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one weird trick I've gotten from doing this. Is I'm pretty like I would say, like in the beginning, like we'll give you a little behind the scenes, like you know, I call Pat and I like you know make make sure you say his name right and where he's from and we you know. But I, I was like 90, about, I'm hitting like 90 plus on first shot of people's last names. I mean, we've gotten a lot of easier ones, you know, like Davis and what have you, but I've been pretty good. It's a weird, uh, I don't know if it's a party trick, but it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> and Henzie's a solid last name, like I said, so it works out well. Thanks. Now, working with breweries, I mean, what, what, what are you drinking? What's, you know, what's, what's, you know, what, what, are, you, what are you enjoying these days? Uh, so honestly, like, I really love the, the heavy hitters, like uh, the double IPAs and stuff. And Abomination does some great ones. Um, you know, Good as New just dropped. I actually haven't gotten my hands on that one yet, but I can't wait. But um, one of the labels that uh, Sam Heimer did, um, Only Hell Can Save Us Now, that one was unbelievable. Uh, I, I don't want to say exactly. I think it's like 9%. I, I had two of those out of the bar couple weekends ago and i was just like oh my god these are so good but i can't do it um when i'm at home honestly i know it's really boring but i drink i drink a lot of like founders all day or like honestly like i drink hams because <laughs> my brother-in-law really likes hams and it's just like you know you can maintain all day all night you can like work on projects you can like do whatever you got to do um so i really like the heavy hitters um but i, I just really can't do them all the time <laughs> Yeah, the whole yeah yeah it's being a grown up and, and they they hit you really hard, especially if you don't do them as often. I definitely uh, I definitely realized realized that more in my in my age. You know, they're they're delicious, but you can find some really good good juicy ones. Or you, there's some good stouts that are, don't need to be super you know super strong. Uh, you know, or you just that's all you drink is the one all night and let it sit and warm up. Yeah, yeah. But I, I have a hard time with that too because I like I do want to have a few, you know. So, oh yeah. Actually, uh, Abomination did uh, a white stout. It's uh, the white stout can't jump that I did the label for, 
And uh, that one, I'm looking at it right now. It's 9.6%. And uh, I think I had two of them one night because after I had the first one, I was like, oh, my God, that one's so good. You know, it's so, so good. And I'm just going to have more. And just after having those two, I was like, oh, wow. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of the night? Because that's it. <laughs> but, yeah, especially yeah. The, yeah, especially when they're in cans. It's like deceiving. Like, you're not, you don't think you're like having as much. So it's like, oh, it's just a can. It's not like a huge 22-ounce bomber, but. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it definitely kicks your ass twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you what's um, this is one of our, our favorites. Uh, well, actually, we have a new question, so we're gonna ask you that one first. Um, what are your thoughts on because we've seen a lot more of this lately, and it kind of came up a couple episodes ago. What, do you, what are your thoughts on on design contests? We'll just kind of leave it at that. What do you think? Oh, so I haven't actually seen any of that. Um, okay, cool. Well, that's, that's good. A weird- question for me however um uh, i don't know i know there was like you know there's a lot of hatred towards that kind of stuff when it was um when there was like websites out there like say you want like a, a logo for a company right it's like oh you know go through this and there's just like you know uh, but I, I don't know if i really have any feelings one way or another it's like that's fair. you know there's so much going on out there um it's uh, uh everyone should get their little piece you know or get their little their thing out there you know it's uh I, but yeah i don't know about the contests um i haven't really seen that yeah it's but weird yeah it's people. yeah it's weird i mean I've, i as we each talk each week about it I, I get i have different feelings on it i think that they're they're okay the contests aren't the aren't the problem is what my new idea is it's the the compensation or the reward that really kind of drives the exploitation or not. Okay. That's kind of, that's where I've come with it. Cause I, cause I think it's a lot, you know, a lot of times it's really hard to break in. So I think that, you know, I think at their core, most people are, are genuinely trying to do it in a nice way. I think a lot of people might be dumb about it. Like they don't realize that offering like, you know, free, you know, free burger and a pint of beer is like kind of insulting for somebody who's designing your logo, you know, it's like, so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. To jump off from that, um, I've always had this feeling that, like, you know, there's so many awesome things out there. There's so many people making art. There's so many, like, schools, grade schools, like, schools for developmentally, like, challenged, like, adults, children, anything. And, like, I just, I just think there's such an opportunity for so many things out there. Like, I don't know if we've seen this yet, but I wouldn't mind seeing like, you know, some brewery that's got some labels from like a bunch of kids, you know, like, I don't know how that works legally. Like, you know, you're not like promoting like, Hey, you know, kids look at this, but at the same time, like there's just, there's so much opportunity for so many different things out there. And, and I'd like to see like some different stuff out there now too. Yeah. I would, especially if it's, you're doing it for, you know, if they're doing it for a charity or helping as a fundraiser, I mean, I think that's always kind of cool too, you know, that like the, and have the kids from that, whatever be, you know, be involved too, or what have you. I've seen some, I've seen some where the brewers have their, have like their kids who drew like a picture, you know, and they do it for their different, I've seen a few of those, which I really like. I don't know. I just love, look, I just love when my kids draw, like, so I'm pretty excited and just to give somebody the opportunity, you know, to do some stuff. So yeah, yeah there's definitely, it's like a fine line. And I'm really trying to, 
uh, you know, think a lot about it because if we ever do do a contest in the future, you know, as somebody who's supposed to be uh, a supporter and ambassador, I don't want to be the, you know, exploiting. Like, so it's, it's been, it's really interesting because, uh, you know, some folks, like you said, feel very passionate about it. Others, not so much and not in a mean way, but just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think anybody wants anybody to get fucked over, but, you know, that's really kind of, I think, where the, that's probably the most common thing, but some folks, like, you can hear very, very passionate. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. Um, right now, my, my daughter just called me into her room, and she's, like, whispering something to me, and she drew all over her wall with, with a Sharpie. No way. Yeah, she did. Um, it's amazing, Mom. Yeah, so she put um, a bunch of lines all the way up, all the way up um, the, the, the door jam of her closet, and they all just have a little C next to them. <laughs> but there's there's one of them that's like you know like four inches high, and she's like, oh, it's for measuring my height. And I'm like, well, you know, you did this, you did this today, and and it starts at like you know like four inches, and there's like I don't know, there's like. 25 of them going up so uh please please <laughs> post that later please please yeah bro i will i will <laughs> all right well we got one more for you then you can go get get the scrubbing but what's the what's the music what are you listening to what's what's going on over there at fenzy studios when you're when you're creating do you have certain music you listen to what's the vibe i do so um you know growing up i really didn't give anything a chance i like only listen to punk rock and it always comes back to that like i'm always like I'm going to listen to like this or that, like, um, just it's, it's, it, it always comes back to punk rock, but I do jump around a lot because in all honesty, like that gets boring. Um, especially when, I mean, a lot, a lot of my routine is like, you know, I get my daughter to bed, my wife goes to bed and it's like, all right, I got to work on this project. So I'm trying to like stay up and work on things too. So, uh, like I jump all over the place recently. I've done a lot of like, Oh, what's going on in Philly? And uh, you guys, uh, 16 Ounce Canvas is actually, you know, all the podcasts now have shown up on Spotify. But, like, I absolutely love Spotify. And, uh, you know, I, I can just search for, like, you know, like Philly punk rock and, like, see, like, these bands that I didn't really know about that are, like, current or, you know, things that I did know about, like Kid Dynamite, whatever, back in the day, like, all that stuff. And listen to that. But, like, scenes that I was never even in, like, I can just look up, like, Philly rap, you know, like, current Philly rap stuff and, like, I found out found out about this rapper named Freeway. There's a guy um, named oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher his name. It's like uh, Santana. It's like it's not Sid Santana, but it's something like that. And like he's an amazing rapper. I think he's in his like mid twenties. He's in Philly and like he's just coming up right now. So like I definitely jump around a lot. Like. I know you're into like fish and grateful dead and all that. Like I honestly now listen to that stuff, but I didn't give that a chance until I was like 36 years old or something. One of my buddies was like, dude, you got to give it a chance. And I was like, Oh no, I'm not going to like it. And then like, I I don't know what I thought it was, but when I listened to it, I was like, man, this is just like some nice folky music. Like I like it, you know? Like, yeah. Well, you saying with going back to your punk, my, my brother-in-law, like with the grateful dead, like that's all he listens to. Like, and so, like, when people are like, well, I had this one style, I always, like, he, that's all he listens to. I'm like, dude, you got to listen to, check. he's like, nope, he'll listen to, like, a band who does the dead, or, like, you know, like, a spinoff, but, like, it's only, the, I'd say it's, like, 90% just the dead, so, yeah, anyone who's, like, one-track mind, I don't love it, but I'm like, uh, you're like Frank, like, I get it. 
took me a long time to break from that, but, uh, but I did, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And like, and, and especially like, you know, what are your... the stuff I listened to when I was, what's that? No, go ahead. I think you're to answer the question. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that I listened to when I was younger, like if I'm hanging out in the house with my daughter or like she's about to take a nap or we're like, you know, kind of like chilling out, like I'm not putting that stuff on and I'm like, Oh man, you know what I really like now is like the dead. <laughs> so. Oh man, that means we have to feature the Grateful Dead on, on the episode. Now, what's some of your favorite punk bands? Let's just give it. We'll have to give those its due. Oh, it's all over the place. I, I really like the uh, a lot of the bands that like. Uh, so when I was in God, when was this? Like, I guess it was late grade school. Um, a lot of my friends that were like really, really like you know like. I don't, I don't know how to say this, but like they were too punk. Like they were like, oh man, like F you, you're not punk, you know, whatever. They, uh, they started giving me all the stuff that they, they didn't like anymore. Cause they were like, oh, this stuff isn't like punk enough for us. So like they, they would give me all their like old, like no effects, rancid CDs, albums, like whatever. And like all that, like poppy punk stuff, like green day. Um, and like, I just loved all that stuff. I loved all the pop punk stuff. And they, they were out there listening to like way harder stuff. And they're like, no, this is what it is. Um, and, I, and I like a lot of that stuff too, but like, I definitely love all the pop punk stuff. Like I, I love no effects still. Like uh, I'm, I, I just picked up tickets, me and my wife <clears throat> picked up tickets to go see Rancid. Like I think it's in September coming up. So like, I love all that stuff, you know? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I had, I had that. Yeah, I had my rancid Operation Ivy uh, period, which was really good. Yeah, I got back to that stuff for a while, but yeah. Well, all right, brother, it's a wrap, man. We did it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I was, I was really, I was, I was like sweating and anxious the whole time, but this, this was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, see, I told you, right? It's almost yeah, it's almost just under an hour. Yeah, you're you're fine. See, I think it's great. And, yeah. And we recorded. For your lifetime, you finding out your daughter drew in permanent marker on the wall. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually I'm I'm pretty excited about that, but uh, I don't think my wife's going to be so excited about that. Yeah, no, no, I think that um, it's going to be awful. But I think that yeah, yeah but um, hopefully it's not as bad as you think. And but permanent marker really doesn't come out. I think nail polish remover might help a little bit, and then maybe you probably have to paint over it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, AJ. Yeah, brother. I appreciate it. Awesome. And I, yeah, next time I'm in the area, I'll reach out and hopefully we'll, you know, we'll get together. We'll get all the Philly artists together. We, we're trying to, we want to do something in Philly. Maybe probably next year we'll do something. Uh, we're look, looking to do some sort of like Philly art show. So we'll, we'll definitely uh, keep you, keep you updated on that too. Cool. I would love to. I would absolutely love to. Hell yeah. Consider it done, man. So yeah, we just got to figure that out. We're, um, we're working on a few things, but I think next year we might try to tie in with Philly Beer Week, but it's just kind of. A little early, early planning on that, but uh, it, 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 there's a lot of there's just a, there's so many great artists down there in Philly that we that we've had the the pleasure and privilege to to work with. So I think it'd be really cool to to bring it to life. Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much again. All right, man. I will talk to you soon, and uh, yeah, good luck with the the, the sharpie. Awesome. Thank you. Thank All you right, so And there you have it, folks. The Essential Fenzy episode, episode 118. 
Happy July 4th. Happy anniversary. Happy great 2019. We got a lot of stuff happening. We're going to get some posts up. We'll get some more information up on the website, 16ozcanvas.com. But just take the time. You know, trips like this or weeks like this when we have, you know, long weekends or you have a day off, you know, just sit back and appreciate. Appreciate your family. Appreciate all the great things that are happening because I appreciate each one of you who take the time each week to listen, give feedback, check in, let us know what you like. And, hey, if you got some friends out there, you know, they can always subscribe. They don't have to listen. You know, pad the stats, get the numbers up there. It's uh, really cool to see, though, when we look at the, the logs to see folks are checking in from around the world. It really, really means a lot to us. So I, I can't thank you enough, but I will try, and I will try. But remember, Fenzy, P-H-E-N-Z-Y.com. Check in, see how you can buy some of his art. He might need that for to pay for the, the new paint job in, in the room, which I just mean, it's hilarious because it's not my kid. And, and we talked about earlier how I used to draw on the walls, so I don't know if she was listening. And got inspired, but um, he did send us a photo, and we'll we'll get it, we'll get a copy of it, and we'll we'll either make sure he posts it or we'll, we'll we'll do it. But it's just being a parent, you have no idea. Like right now, while I'm recording in the studio, I have no idea what my kids might be doing. So anything is any bets, you know, all bets are off. Who knows what's going to happen? But and that's also kind of you know what we do here at the at the 16 ounce canvas. We try to keep it real. You know, we do edit, but we also you know, fuck up and we make mistakes and I easily could edit out a bunch of questions that I ask her, record, re-record my voice to make it sound different, but, you know, definitely, you know, don't do that. And so we keep it real, we keep it honest and uh, we hope you enjoy it and we thank you. So until next week, enjoy the long weekend. We thank you for listening. Fenzy, 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 16-ounce canvas, 16-ounce canvas, 16-ounce canvas. And once again, special thanks to our introduction, Trey, checking in. It was awesome. So always a good episode where you can play Rancid, No Effects, and The Grateful Dead is the soundtrack. So until next week, we thank you.